0: Yo! will do. You 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 will do. You. Hello, club members. I'm Chris, and I'm just going to fucking say it. The live-action Lion King looks stupid.
1: It looks stupid, (laughs) and it's just everybody bowing down to Beyonce, and she's Sarabi, for God's sake.
0: (laughs) She's not even Nala. Who
1: watched the original Lion King for Sarabi? No one. Nobody did. Everyone's
0: just like, who's that Sriracha lion? I'm confused.
1: Even Mufasa didn't care about her because he had like 12 other lions. Yeah.
0: He's like, oh, God, you're...
1: Oh, you're, you're still here. You're
0: number one? Okay, that's weird. All right.
1: But, but I think we can all agree I'd rather watch that kind of CGI cat than the Cats trailer. Oh,
0: my God. Okay, you so it, we've right? toyed with the idea that the Cats movie would be our next horror movie, movie for this show.
1: So cast your vote. If, you think if one <laughs> other person supports this endeavor, we will cover Cats as our next horror movie.
0: Or, you know, whenever it comes out.
1: I was horrified.
0: I was y- terrified. You terrified. know what got me? The thing I don't like? The human lips. Like the, the weird, the lips. bad cat faces, but they kept their lips.
1: Um, They also kept their butt Teeth. cheeks, but added oh. in a tail in between it. Yeah, So it's human butt cheeks with a little CGI tail. Yeah,
0: it's really bad.
1: Also Rebel Wilson is in it.
0: Rebel Wilson's in it.
1: And Jason Derulo. Yeah. And Ian McKellen.
0: Yeah, Jason Derulo, his lips are the ones that get me the most in this trailer. His eyes
1: are the ones that scared I'm me. Like, stop it! He like smiled. Yeah, and I had to and pause I hate the movie it. and like take a lap.
0: Yeah, I did not like it at all. I completely hated it. And also, isn't it just like I don't know, a little weird and stereotypical and unnecessary to make James Gordon cat fat?
1: Oh yeah, they did it with Rebel Wilson too. Yeah, what? Uh- they made her like a fat parody, like she gets her hand caught in a cheese trap.
0: Oh my gosh. Anyways. So that sounds terrible. But Kate and I are very sorry that this is like a month late. Yes, oops. So yeah, we were deflecting there for a little bit by we blaming. We were still cats.
1: recovering from the cat's trailer. We
0: were That's what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. Um also, life is super hard.
1: Yeah, we're having um, a tough time. We've currently. We're
0: trying really hard to do this show every two weeks um
1: but as we've said we are both um new veterinarians so
0: and that's rough
1: sometimes we have to take care of patients
0: (laughs) yeah so yeah anyways um we will try to do it every two weeks but just bear with us if it if that doesn't happen because we are trying and we're not going away we're just you know we're just on the struggle bus to difficultville so So.
1: yes but difficultville is over the horizon. I see it. <laughs> oh,
0: God. All right. I hate this metaphor now. Soon. You've overdone it. You've <laughs> overdone it.
1: Because it doesn't make sense if you're going to difficult, Phil. Then it's just going to get worse.
0: <laughs> Maybe welcome to our
1: Catastrophe of a Podcast.
0: <laughs> yes, welcome back to the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. I don't think we said that. That's where you yeah. are. If you didn't mean to be, we recommend... Oh, sorry. The plane doors Oops. have closed. You're stuck. <laughs> you are coming with us. So welcome to the club. This is a... Um, semi-annual podcast um <laughs> where Kate and I who are two um freshly minted veterinarians um
1: and polar opposites
0: and polar opposites mm-hmm. morally fiscally um politically fiscally? um God. pretty much in every way you could possibly think of for example I would have thrown the heart of the ocean off the back because I think that's the right way to end it. And she would have kept no, it like didn't. a greedy ass bitch.
1: Of course I would have kept it. He got it exactly. for me.
0: Exactly. Okay, so oh, we know who we are as people now.
1: I'm sorry I didn't want to like make all my ch- grandchildren destitute for one romantic No, You know, it was really, yeah, <laughs> it
0: was pretty selfish of her. She's like, i was going to throw this in the ocean.
1: <laughs> Trash.
0: She was giving it. She Let was some fish it. eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, um, okay.
1: But another way that we are also dissimilar is I am a very big fan of horror movies. Yeah, Chris is not. I I hate them. Chris is in not in general. So join us today as we talk about a new horror movie.
0: Is it how new is it? It's not that new.
1: It's new for you.
0: It is that new.
1: It's new for you. It, it came out two years ago. It came yeah. out two years ago. Twenty seventeen.
0: Hmm. My joke here is that the movie is called it and we keep using it as a regular, as a regular word. So what you're
1: saying is that your joke has failed.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> be- people at home laughed. So
1: someone chuckled.
0: <laughs> someone giggled. Oh, you saucy. Anyways. So, so yeah, so this episode is on it. Um, it's another Stephen King. So just when you thought we were done with him, <laughs> we'll literally surprise
1: never. never.
0: Um, this one was, yeah, it was a lot more recent than pretty much all of his other ones. Um,
1: yeah, he took a little hiatus from like 1990 until today.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know if he did, but everyone who cared about his work to make him movies did, I guess.
1: Ooh, yikes! Yikes!
0: <laughs> but now he's making a major comeback. It uh, Pet Cemetery just came out.
1: Yeah, Pet Cemetery. Um, is,
0: um, are they doing any but, more of his?
1: Uh, they're doing another It.
0: Carrie the musical wasn't that long ago.
1: Wait, they made a musical?
0: Oh, my God. You haven't seen Carrie the musical?
1: No. Have you even seen Carrie?
0: No, obviously not. Okay, so
1: this is the difference between Kate and Chris.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here it is. Break it down. That's it. Just right there.
1: Carrie the musical versus
0: Carrie. Yes. It has some some excellent musical pieces.
1: You also said that about Mean Girls, which has literally one good song. Okay,
0: so Mean Girls is phenomenal, and I'm not going to have this conversation with you again. Okay, so not again. we watched It. And, yeah, that's really all I have to say about it.
1: Okay. We can wait well, a month
0: now and watch something else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, if you guys can join us today, we're going to be talking about the major differences between the book and the movie. Uh, some of the very...
0: And they did a TV show, too, yeah?
1: And a TV show. Yeah, um, we're also going to be talking to about the writing, because <laughs> the, the writing was actually a really big point of contention for this movie. Uh, we're going to talk about behind-the-scenes fun stuff and all sorts of cool it clown related things
0: oh god yeah trigger warning if you don't like clowns fuck this movie
1: i don't like clowns oh god i have a pretty strong fear of clowns but it is actually my favorite novel but that's again i really i like to be scared
0: yeah i think that's really the difference between you yeah (laughs) it's not carrie the musical it's
1: you're like I don't like that thing, so I will not <laughs> interact I with that thing. I will not
0: observe it in the dark.
1: In the dark. So th- I I read this movie, this book. Probably, I guess I was in undergrad, so maybe like three years ago, yeah. four years ago. It's like oh four thousand. Oh god, I'm old. Five years ago, it's very very dense, <laughs> and I got it for Christmas from my parents, and I read it, and it's a really thick book, and it's really really horrifying. Like the the movie does not even begin to touch on how. Deeply disturbing, this book is. Yeah, I hate that. But I, I would read it and I would have to take breaks in between it. I would read it for like two weeks and then I would have horrible, horrible recurrent nightmares. Seems um, healthy. Yeah. I can see why yeah, you'd
0: keep going. Yeah. Yeah.
1: About Pennywise um, grabbing <laughs> me from behind and decapitating me, just with like grabbing my head and lifting it off of my shoulders. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh, and so uh-huh. then I'd Seems have to healthy. take a break Good. for
1: a week and uh-huh. then I'd be fine and then I'd read it again. Oh, okay. So it took me like a year to finish this book. Oh,
0: my God. I think that's the difference between you and me because (laughs) one of many, the first time I ever saw a horror film, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I will not tell you what it is because we will eventually watch that movie.
1: Oh my gosh. What is it? Can you you give me a hint?
0: Nope. We haven't covered it yet.
1: Oh, give me a hint.
0: No, we're just going to watch it at some point and then it's just gonna be my fun fact at the beginning and you're gonna be like, it was this. Oh my God. Amazing. You watched this as a child and you're you still might alive? Be, cool.
1: Mm, your reaction for me, you might be a little disappointed.
0: Yeah, 100%. You absolutely will be. Um,
1: <laughs> Do a cartwheel. Yeah. Uh, Whoa, it was that one?
0: But I couldn't sleep for like a month after that.
1: It was a Stephen King.
0: It was not. Sorry. It was, in retrospect, a very bad movie, and I'm really ashamed saw. of it. Saw. No. Remember, I didn't I even remember what the puppet saw. was. Remember from Incident? Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you pretended that you did. <laughs> I did. <You> I did. <laughs> did.
0: Yeah, it also had the, it had the puppet, too. He was there. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Guys, tune into our Insidious podcast if you want to hear Chris in a bold-faced lie <laughs> about Jigsaw.
0: Not a lie, just a m- misconception. Definitely
1: a lie. <laughs> Definitely a lie to my face.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a lie. So, yeah, so we watched it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't keep that. <laughs> so we watched it. <laughs> oh, anyway, I wanted, to, as we do with every episode, for every movie we watch, I get to pick a genre.
0: Yeah. Yes. 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 Yes.
1: Yes. was a lot of <laughs> you are <were> very eager <laughs> to hear what genre I picked. Clown I kind of, horror. I was kind. Of,
0: <laughs> Child I, horror. I <laughs> Boat horror. <laughs> Galoshes horror. Penny horror. Float horror.
1: <laughs> balloon horror. <laughs> balloon horror. <laughs> done. Sewer horror. Done. <laughs> I like balloon horror. Balloon horror. I think horror. we found it. I think, I horror think
0: parent horror.
1: Parent horror?
0: Yeah, because... So there's a lot to talk about this movie, so we're probably just going like, to skip through a lot of the plot. Um, yeah. The parents are objectively the villains in this movie.
1: Mm, objectively,
0: without debate.
1: Okay. <laughs> And that's why we have this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we just both assert our opinions and then walk away. Exactly. No, I, I, I wouldn't agree with that, but we'll get it. We'll All
0: get it. right. All we'll right. So, what do you call so this it then? King I'll horror. Call, I'll
1: call it, I was going to call it Steve King horror. horror. I was going to call it King horror God just so that I could use it. it so I could use it with a bunch of the other ones, and we could compare them. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'll, I'm gonna defer to you and say it's balloon horror. Okay, I think that's that's much. Because that's more accurate. That's did I ever much tell better. you what, what I did to Ariana with a balloon? N- no. I'm still very proud of this to this day. And Ariana, I hope that you're listening. Is she dead? She's. <laughs> is she listening from the grave? Hope you're listening and hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ariana is a mutual friend of ours, and by friend, yes. I mean frenemy. Yeah. She is a friend of me to both take it of us. Pointedly.
1: <laughs> and I saw this movie um whenever it came out, I wanted to go see it, and she wanted to go see it too. And so she was like, Hey, like, let's meet at my place and we can go there.
0: So you killed her.
1: So she's buried in a shallow grave behind her apartment. <laughs> Best prank ever.
0: <laughs> April Fool <laughs> The
1: ultimate prank. <laughs> No, she um, she was like, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm running late. You're going to have to go to the movies and I'll just meet you there. And so she she met, she left. But what she didn't know was I was in her parking lot watching her leave. And then I texted You're her roommate. You're so creepy. I know. And then I texted her roommate and I went into her bathroom and I put a single red balloon in her shower. No. Yeah. And so she got home at like one in the morning and found a red balloon in her shower. <gasps> And miraculously, we're still friends.
0: Yeah, I would we're not. We're still I, okay. Mm, 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 I would not be friends with you.
1: Mm, you know I was how re- I was really proud you know of how
0: one. you and Nick have a no pranks rule?
1: Yes, we do.
0: I need you to know.
1: Do we have a no pranks yes. rule? No, you can't just declare nope. that.
0: So th- here's the thing, people. <laughs> Kate and I, and we realized this the other day, we were just talking about this, that we haven't actually seen each other in the flesh for like, Four years. Almost four years. Yeah. Since
1: we since the first time we saw each other. Yeah, actually it's been it's other. it's
0: like four years four almost years. to the day. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's crazy. But if we ever, <laughs> Lord forbid, see each other in person again.
1: God forbid that happened.
0: I swear to God. If you prank I me. I
1: will a hundred percent wear a pennywise mask. My instant my the jerk
0: reflex is to stab when I'm scared. <laughs> so All
1: right. You know what? I will say I will never prank you. No, inside. I don't, no, no, I don't
0: want a stipulation to it. There
1: are clauses. I will never prank you inside of a residence. Okay? So, like, if you're showering, you don't have to, like...
0: Aren't we all
1: never in the residence of eyes. God? No, we are not. <laughs> I will prank you at the airport, in the park. People
0: live there. The pigeons, Cars the do pigeons not live count.
1: there. The pigeons do not count, Chris. I mean, you can say that, mm. but I'm still going to get you. One of these days I'm going to get My you. My reflex
0: is to stab, so. <laughs>
1: okay. I'm just warning you.
0: Okay. It's a good thing I, I carry I think, all these I French knives with me.
1: I, I think that's a fair clause. I think resident safety is fair. Also, you live in Ithaca, so. Yes, I do. In
0: it's a lovely studio studios. apartment with very few places to jump out of.
1: Oh, yeah, you live by yourself, don't you?
0: Yeah, it's not ideal.
1: Mm, noted.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, on that note. So it's Balloon Horror then. I like, balloon that. Horror I like spine. that. I like that.
1: This like movie that. came out in 2017, so 2 years ago. Um it was directed by Andy Muschietti. I think that's how you say his name. And Yeah, sure, um, let's go with it And obviously most people know the core cast. They at least know Bill Skarsgård, who I knew from castle rock i don't know if you've seen no nope. probably I, I know i don't know why ever why Castle do you Rock ever is in. i just because one day you're gonna say it's the first movie i ever watched Nope. all right well it's not castle rock which is also a stephen king show it's it's all it all takes place in the king so dimension. but he didn't he
0: doesn't write that show though right it's just like no based no no on writes his, it. his multiverse or whatever oh
1: no no he is he is involved but i think loosely okay it's it's actually quite good. Like, every episode isn't solid, but the ones that are solid are very, very solid. So you can kind of get a feel for which ones King kind of put his hand in. But Bill Skarsgård was one of the main characters in Castle Rock, and he's obviously Pennywise the Dancing Clown in this movie.
0: Um, oh, the only gosh. other
1: actor that I knew from the first movie was Finn Wolfhard, who I think everybody knew from Stranger Things.
0: So I recognized his face, and I knew he was the Stranger Things kid.
1: Yeah, that's that it.
0: But I've never seen Stranger Things, so gasp oh my god has he been living under a rock yes okay i've not seen stranger things
1: it was too scary for you wasn't it
0: well i was worried yeah i think it looks spooky
1: if you can handle it you can handle stranger things
0: when so when we say i handled it i finished (laughs) it
1: (laughs) okay yeah tell me about how that i
0: don't think okay um I don't think I handled it. So I had to watch this one with a friend.
1: Okay. I think that that's, I watched most of the, I think I told you to watch this with a friend actually.
0: Yeah. And it's sort of my instinct anymore to watch movies with friends because ever since insidious, I just can't be alone ever. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I watched it with a friend and um, you know, that thing where the woman was like sitting on that couch for like, years and her skin fused with the faux leather of her couch
1: was this on it
0: no it's like it was like something that happened in Ew, this is real life you know i don't know if it's real real but yeah
1: what are you talking about so
0: like this woman fused with her couch because she didn't move for a very very long time
1: are you describing someone you know are you describing a work of fiction i mm,
0: I'm describing a story that I heard through the grapevine of the early internet when I was like eleven. Anyway, So this is,
1: you're telling me about an urban legend, but presenting it. So it's hundred
0: percent it true okay, is what I'm great. saying. Yes, and A very similar thing happened with me and my friend. I fused with their body and now we're stuck <laughs> together. <laughs> no,
1: we're still stuck.
0: Still stuck. No, I was I think How'd you sleep? I think I hit them actually. <gasps> I my arms were swinging. I was screaming, my I was my voice was hoarse. <laughs> I didn't like this movie.
1: So I, I don't like clowns, but I was prepared. I had seen this movie. I saw this movie in theaters. I was completely compact into like one small dense cube of a human with my feet tucked underneath me yes, as I yes, watched it. Yeah. So I thought I would be fine for watching it again. And I was ultimately fine because I knew what, it's a very jump scary movie and I knew most of the jump scares. So
0: that's what gets me though. Yeah.
1: Know? I still wouldn't say I slept well.
0: (laughs) I did not. I slept very, very poorly. Yeah. So, so, because that's the thing about this movie, right? Is like, the plot is not particularly scary to me. Um, It also doesn't really make sense to me. I imagine because they're skipping a a lot of stuff. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it's a very watered down plot.
0: Yeah, so nothing really makes sense to me in this movie. Um, The CGI, I don't think, is particularly good or scary. It isn't. But it isn't
1: okay you can't do that every time <laughs> anyways god
0: but the jump is holy fucking shit
1: yeah because there's nothing you can do like there's they're like okay we didn't we didn't write this as strongly as we could have our cgi is fine but we we can make a clown pop out of a projector screen real well
0: yeah <laughs> yeah so and
1: i will say that actually is the most impressive cgi of the entire movie and i think that was just their cgi budget in like eight seconds
0: yeah probably
1: and so the rest would look very conspicuous. That was not weird. the
0: scariest scene for me, though.
1: Uh, what was? That was definitely the scariest scene for me.
0: The scariest scene for me was when, oh, my God, what's her name? I watched Beverly. this movie a month ago back when we were you know planning on recording this.
1: Beverly.
0: Beverly, yes. So sh- it was when her father pretty much breaks <gasps> down oh. any pretense. and It's like, yeah, I'm definitely a pedophile. He, yeah. he basically says it. And she runs away from him. And then she like beats him over the head with like the toilet bowl lid. Yeah.
1: Oh, and, um, then and then she turns. And then she turns
0: and then it grabs her. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God.
1: That was a big one. That was an
0: insidious it, level scream. Like I haven't that, screamed that loud in a long time. It was
1: an insidious technique because it was calm. It waited until it was calm.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. That was messed up. That was,
0: like, I think as far as jump scares go, like, their best timed scare. It was also, I think, the only jump scare that I thought was artistically done. The rest of them I thought were really no, not great.
1: I thought the projector scene was fantastic.
0: But it wasn't, like, a jump scare, right? Like, he slowly appears...
1: Kind of. I and still then think he's it's,
0: like popping no, out.
1: No, I mean, I still think there's, I think I would still call that a jump scare because it, it twists it up. Like it twists up the suspense because you see it like click, 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 click. And then he's gone and it's just quiet. And like, yeah. you know, it's coming, but you cannot prepare for it. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's fair. That's fair.
1: But anyway, i want to go back to the writers before we go anywhere.
0: Okay. We weren't because, getting anywhere fast, so that's fine.
1: Yeah. So, for, so anyway, I obviously I'd read the book, so I was, you know, on the internet anytime there was something coming out about this movie, because they had been saying they were making a new It movie for like five years before it actually came out. Uh-huh. So I was amped and I was following every yeah, little detail. Yeah, me too. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so ready. And so I knew back whenever there was, so basically for this movie, there are three credited writers. There's Chase Polymer, there's Gary Dauberman, and then there's Carrie Fukunaga and so Kiri Fukunaga, you probably haven't seen this because I'm just going to stop making assumptions.
0: Please stop asking me dumb questions. I know. Thank you.
1: Kiri Fukunaga wrote True Detective.
0: Oh, I've seen that.
1: Wait, you saw season one?
0: No, obviously not.
1: Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> fuck you. Never mind. Well, he wrote it and he's um, <sighs> really famous for his writing of that show because it was a really popular show and it was also just really dark, gritty yeah, Very writing.
0: popular. Yeah, I've heard of it.
1: Very, sure. very popular. I have and, not. Um, I've never heard of it. You you you've heard of True Detective. Um,
0: I've heard of CSI. I've heard of Law and Order.
1: Oh my God! Okay, no, it's not Law and Order. Oh really? Done. Yes, really. (laughs) Done. (laughs) Done. So it this movie had a bunch of writers, obviously, and it was kind of because. The production company kept accepting and then saying, "Oh yeah, they'll do a great job." And then whenever they would read their script, they would change their mind. So in two thousand nine, <laughs> just to say how long this movie was in the process, in two thousand nine, it was first this other guy named David Kajganic. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but You're doing he, great, honey. yeah, he doing great. had said, "I really want to take some liberties with this. I want to make." it for sure an r rating and i'll make it as it. true to the novel as it can shut <laughs> up he was like i'm gonna make it really dark I'm gonna make it really traumatizing
0: oh good yeah
1: and it was his idea because the movie is not fluffy and like i will get into it there are a bunch of differences very core differences between the book and the movie but the the long and short of it is the movie is known to be just much 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 grittier and darker the and movie so- is Oh, I'm so sorry. No, the book. Oh, okay. The movie's quite light in comparison. Okay. And so this David character, it was his idea to frame it from the um, 50s to the 80s. This David character. This David character. He wanted to do it from, because originally it was set in the 50s, and he reframed it to the 80s, which is actually the one adaptation that I'm really happy about, because I feel like our generation cannot relate to the 50s the way that moviegoers used to be able to, obviously. And um, it's also coming off of the back of Stranger Things, which had just been very super popular right with like the same cast and stuff pretty much but it was you know stranger things was very much a love letter to the 80s and so this was kind of piggybacking off off of that success Mm -hmm. and also it was a bit of a nod to the 27 year gap that is noted in the movies like for whenever it recurs
0: yeah so because like so this movie came out 27 years after the short right or the or the uh or the show there was a lot of coincidences around the number 27.
1: I don't know if it was exactly 27 No it, years. it was
0: because okay so the original It was released in 1990.
1: Okay yeah then that's 27 years. It's
0: 27 years and Bill Skarsgård was born in 1990 so it was his 27th birthday when this movie came
1: out. Oh that is a coincidence.
0: Or is it?
1: So it totally is because this movie was <laughs> supposed to come out like five years before it came out. Right.
0: And am like, oh, no, we were just
1: doing the 27th oh, thing. Oh, that was on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that was in 2009 whenever they first got their first writer who was like, I'm going to make it crazy dark. And then in 2012 is whenever Fukunaga came on, and he was going to direct, and he was also going to co-write with David kajganik
0: Yeah, sure, whatever.
1: Whatever. And his <laughs> script was um, even it was even more different than the original script. It was much, much true to the books. And um, it was av- actually available on the internet for a short while. It had been leaked on the internet. And so I got to read a lot of it. And it's frankly just one of the greatest s- scripts I've ever read.
0: How many scripts have you read? A do lot. Do you do that a lot? Yeah. Do you just do that? Yeah. Do you just, like, read scripts? Yeah. For, like, movies that come out, come out?
1: Literally the entire month that I knew you, whenever we were at Ithaca, you were reading your friend's tv script
0: that's totally different
1: it's not it's not though
0: that is totally different well i
1: was i was curious about this because this was going to be an adaptation of a book that i cared a lot about so i wanted to i wanted it to be good or at least wanted to have realistic expectations for it
0: she just wants all of you to think that she's like super cultured and stuff that's what this is that's what this is yeah that's you got i see it
1: anyway (laughs) I love how much you're contributing to this. (laughs) Fantastic. Anyway, so back to this crazy story of this writing. So Mm -hmm. he wrote this really dark script, and he actually gave it to Stephen King. And King is known as being um, someone who's really picky about his scripts. Yeah, he's kind of a bitch. No, King is fantastic, (laughs) and our listeners will literally rip you apart. (laughs) You're in the minority there. Yeah. And so King actually said, and I have quotes about this, he said, go with God. Which is a really big deal. And that's in the, in that, in the, like right after they got that script approved, they cast Will Poulter, who was originally going to be the new Pennywise, and they were, they were cooking and they were ready to go. They
0: were cooking. Damn.
1: Yeah. And so that was in 2012. And then in 2015, Fukunaga officially dropped from production. Why? Well, th- that one's kind of argued. So, but some people had said that it was the budget. Like there was this, like the production murdered. studio. He was tragically murdered. <laughs> I think the production studio was trying to pitch this story of, oh, no, it was like the budget. But turns out that's not at all what it was. And he, he has a quote where he says, I, I was trying to make an unconventional horror film, and it didn't fit the algorithm of what they knew they could spend and make money back on. But then later he said that the budget was perfectly fine, and he wanted to make Pennywise more than just a clown, and the production studio was like, no, no, like your your script is terrifying. We can't have... like." bestiality in our movie what
0: wait a minute you can't skate over that
1: okay not it wasn't like pro it was pro
0: (laughs) not like pro level bestiality but like you know
1: it was anti
0: it was anti bestiality
1: it was anti it was not a good person who did it
0: Well, it's never a good person who does it. (laughs) Okay,
1: well, I don't know how to tell you this, but the book is dark, okay? Oh, my goodness. It's a very popular book. A lot of people have read it and liked it, but it's not popular because it. People
0: love Fifty Shades, too. I don't really think popular demand is going to convince me one way or the other if something's quality literature or not.
1: How about um, gross income? How about box office income? Does that convince you of anything?
0: Sometimes, not really.
1: All right. This the budget for this movie was thirty five million, and it made seven hundred point four million. It's the most profitable horror movie of all time. That's incredible. And they're and they're getting a sequel. Yeah. Like this year. Yeah. I sent you the trailer to it, actually. Yeah,
0: I hated it. Hated it. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't surprise it, me. It. I hated it.
1: Oh my god, Chris.
0: <laughs> anyway. This
1: whole this whole episode is just you, like judging everything I say and making it comments. mm Hmm. Okay.
0: This is the contribution I have for this movie. I Sass. hated it. So it, oh, Did you actually hate it,
1: though? It.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I did. I hated it, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because. <laughs> okay, but come at this from my perspective for like a right. hot minute, okay? Remember when all those clown never, people were running never. around beating people with bats and shit?
1: They weren't beating people with bats, Chris. I didn't like that. It was a couple of clowns walking around <laughs> South Carolina. That's it.
0: So they were everywhere.
1: They were not. They were everywhere and they all had bats. They
0: all had bats. And I didn't like it. And I didn't like the jump scares. And f- okay, so, I mean, aside from all the reasons that I usually hate horror films, mm-hmm. like, ooh, it scared me. Shocker. I just also... I love
1: I don't, I, you being you. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I just didn't think that a lot of this movie was very well done. I thought the plot was completely nonsensical. It absolutely did not make sense. And I think...
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you there.
0: And I think it is totally because they're trying to water down, like, a very lengthy book.
1: Yeah, 100%. Like,
0: everything just happens, and I'm like, why, though? Like, why is this kid, like, a random local history buff when he moved here three days ago?
1: Oh, can I just talk about that for one moment? Because that actually made me really mad. Yes,
0: let's talk about okay. that because I hated it.
1: All right, I'm gonna. I don't want to be like soap soapbox and be like the book is better because duh, the book is always better. Always. But I feel like a lot of people have read this book, so I want to know what other people think and mm-hmm. if they agree with me. So, Mike, Mike is the the black kid, the token black kid in the movie who mm-hmm. has like two lines, maybe yeah. if that. Yeah, his character means
0: nothing to me. They don't flesh him out literally at all.
1: No. So in the book, Mike is so important. Mike is nothing, none of that would have happened without Mike. Mike is the glue. Mike's the ones that bring them all back together. Mike's the one who figures out what it is. And Mike is continually targeted by Pennywise for digging into the history of dairy. Hmm. And they, they take all of Mike's personality and they gave it to Ben.
0: Which one's Ben?
1: Ben is the chubby kid. Okay. Yeah. So in the and so like and Ben has his own thing going for him. He's like really shy and like he's bullied and he has this thing for Beverly and he's just a really interesting character on his own, but they didn't have time to make any of that happen. So they're like what if we just take two two characters and just smush it into one and then maybe we'll have a half decent character and then one empty shell to walk around and be the token black kid.
0: But then I thought both of those characters were bad.
1: That's because it was all bad. <laughs>
0: Oh, (laughs) okay.
1: It was literally terrible.
0: Like, so, I mean, to be honest, though, I kind of didn't care about any of them.
1: That's because none of them had any distinct personality, because they didn't have time to build any of it. Mm -hmm. Because they were just zooming through the book. They just
0: zoomed through. I mean, I kind of cared about Beverly. Not because I know anything about her as a person, but her... They
1: gave her the most time. Her
0: backstory had the most, like... Oomph to it, I guess. Yeah. Um. I mean, I sh- I feel like I should care about the main guy, but I kind of don't. Um.
1: Oh, um, Bill.
0: Yeah. Whatever his name is, the one whose little brother the dies. The stutter.
1: The one with the stutter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I should care about him, but I kind of just didn't.
1: I mean, ideally, he's the main character.
0: <laughs> 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 and then I don't know. I just like that. So like, I didn't. None of the characters meant anything to me and then the cgi yeah. was just really
1: obvious really, it was just really obvious. obvious cgi
0: yeah like even just like there's that scene when pennywise is standing there and he's holding a balloon but then it's like a pyramid of balloons but it's upside down or whatever and you can tell that only a couple of those balloons are real, are real and the yeah. rest of them like it's obvious which ones are real and which ones aren't like that's just like really bad cgi
1: Yes, I would agree. Ugh. And I feel like they didn't, honest, honestly, I don't think they needed a bunch of it because Skarsgård was such a fantastic physical actor.
0: I will say that, I mean, I hated the Pennywise, right? Because he's terrifying. Good. But Skarsgård, so holy crap. He is yeah. talented as hell.
1: He can make his eyes go in opposite Yeah, how direction. does, ugh,
0: how does he do that? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Literally everything about his character was so scary. Yes. And
0: it wasn't so, it was never the CGI stuff. It was always no. like his face zoom ins and his voice and like, hello, Georgie. Stop. It. I fucking hate that. His <laughs> his like mannerisms were terrifying. And the CGI stuff was just like noticeably different.
1: It was noticeably not acting and it just wasn't Bill because what was scary about it was bill so exactly. yeah I, I i agree with you there i agree with you i do think um I, I think will poulter could have done a really fantastic job i think he left because of um I think scheduling conflicts who knows who knows yeah. why he actually left but he he was going to do a great job but i'm i'm really happy with how bill did i think he did a good job he did great
0: so but so that, i mean did you like this movie like. no okay Well okay okay <laughs> <laughs> so here i am defending my opinion and you're like no i didn't like it either <laughs> All right,
1: yeah, I didn't really like it either. I mean it don't get me wrong like it, it scared me and if you know but it, that's easy to do like give me a picture of a clown and I'm scared
0: okay, sure uh-huh
1: but I don't know i I think that they I think this would make an awesome HBO mini series mm-hmm. because they would have the time to develop the characters and to really dig into the plot, and they would not be afraid to take artistic liberties with it
0: I agree I mean I mean because it worked with Pride and Prejudice right I don't see why it couldn't work here
1: Pride and Prejudice the movie that was nothing like the book
0: um, and they did a short series
1: oh that's right you before
0: know, that's right. the Keira Knightley movie
1: I just feel so. like I think that this movie could have been and that's why it's so disappointing because I know that they're not going to make another one for a very long time if ever and this was kind of their shot and they had Carrie Fukunaga and they had a script that would have been outstanding and would have been something really different because I feel like year after year I get fed the same empty horror movie that's just filled with jump scares and has some big name in it to get people to go. Yeah. And it's all it's always transient and I never actually it never means anything to me.
0: I am loving how this podcast has suddenly taken taken a turn and now you are criticizing the entire industry and I'm just sitting here <laughs> being like I don't like the clown. love this turn of events no
1: i you agree with me yeah but in the saddest part is they were right because this movie made 700 million dollars in the box office oh yeah they they knew how
0: to create a product
1: they knew because people don't people don't want to necessarily be disturbed like they want to be scared sure they want to go to the movies and have a good time sure and then they, they want it to be... they don't
0: want it to stick with them no one wants exactly. it to stick with them I among any does not want these movies <laughs> you, to stick with in me in
1: particular but I think that this movie had some really or the book the story had some really strong morals and meanings and you lose all of it
0: yeah I mean if it did none of those came across
1: they don't come not a it, single it's one really sad So this, this book, my mom actually got me into this book Mm -hmm. um, and she brought it to her church book club.
0: Love that. So we're Episcopal,
1: so very, (laughs) 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 our rules are very loose. (laughs) Oh God. And so she brought the book to the church book club and it was the most popular book that they did. Wow. One of, one of, yes. And one of the biggest comparisons that they drew from it and was a really big topic for them was this book as an allegory or a metaphor for the Holocaust, kind of? Because in, Uh, well, hear me out, (laughs) hear me out. So the Holocaust, a large part of why it it happened at the, oh my God, at the level that it did was because people didn't say anything and people pretended not to see things because it benefited them. Oh, sure, skin.
0: yeah, yeah. Lots of people knew about it and just like kept their mouths shut.
1: Yes, and they just kept just their mouths it. shut and they just ignored it because in the long run, it it helped them. And so, in this in this story, the adults of dairy, it said, are the well, worst. Mike finds out they're the <laughs> they're the worst. But Mike discovers that. Dairy has not been hit by the same recessions that the rest of the city has done, the same economic collapses. Like their housing market's doing just fine while everyone else is suffering. Oh, there's like a famine. Oh, the Great Depression. Oh, we still have plenty of food to eat. We're doing fine. The Hmm. only concession being that, you know, an alien demon comes and terrorizes their children.
0: (laughs) A small price.
1: Small price. So you can draw a lot of conclusions about. Humanity and how people will ignore what hurts others in preference for what benefits them.
0: Yeah. Uh huh.
1: And you can also take a lot about. I I don't necessarily. I agree with like that's a cool thought. But I I think of this more as children not getting their due because I I was once a child. What? I was born a child, and children get treated like they're not the same as people they get treated as less than people or mm-hmm. i think their intelligence gets undermined oh yeah people treat absolutely. kids like they don't know what's going on and they definitely know what's going on and people don't listen to kids
0: yeah absolutely and, and, so and i feel like that's kind, that's kind of a I common theme in horror movies in general right yeah they don't listen the kid to is kids. always right
1: <laughs> yeah and i think kids see much more than people give them credit for seeing they understand much more than people give them credit for understanding and um so that, that's kind of what I get out of this movie. And also Stephen King can write children better than anybody else in the world.
0: I kind of believe that.
1: Yeah, And I fantastic. mean,
0: that barely comes across in the movie. I mean, the fact that the adults are terrible comes across real easy. Because as I've said, I think they're kind of the true antagonists. Mm-hmm. But the only scene that I think really reflects what you're talking about is when Ben um, is getting attacked by the three bullies. Mm -hmm. and like what's his name is like actually cutting into him and like they're beating him up and then that car drives by
1: yes and and like and the couple
0: like watch this kid getting like beaten the crap out of and they just keep driving like they just don't give a shit Yes. yes like whoa like that's what that's like the only part of the movie where i'm just like oh okay that's what's going on here is like the adults ignore and it becomes more powerful
1: I thought they had a scene where Beverly was running outside from her dad. Did they not have that? I, that happened in the book.
0: I don't think that happened. No. I thought.
1: Oh, I thought it did. So no. in the book, whenever Beverly's running from her father and um, there's like blood everywhere and stuff, she's running from her father and she's running down the street. People are like gardening and they kind of look up and see her screaming for help. And then they just kind of look back down and get back to their gardening. I thought that there was something similar to that in the movie, but I might be mistaken.
0: Oh, my God. That sounds horrible.
1: Yeah. Imagine being like 10 and that happens. It stinks. A couple of other differences, (laughs) a couple of other differences in this movie. One that I was excited about was the monsters I knew would be different because in the book, the monsters are all, I mean, the children are from the 50s. So the incarnations of the monsters are mainly from movies. So it's like, you know, Wolfman, the mummy, Frankenstein, Dracula, things like that. None of which would have been scary. No, not to, like, our generation. Yeah. Because that's not what we see in movies. We see much, much creepier things. Yeah. So I was excited for them to do something really cool with that, but I feel like they, they didn't. Like, After- the leper The leper was the only one that was actually from the book, and he was, like, borderline slapstick in the movie.
0: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He was... Gross. Yeah. And again, bad CGI.
1: Horrible Like, CGI. they could have done
0: that better with just makeup and prosthetics. Yes. Like, oh, my... Like, so... Not to go back to Bill Skarsgård, but uh, like he's the only good part of this movie to me. I know. Um, so you know, whenever he's talking, and especially noticeable at the beginning, so he's in the storm drain, right? And he's talking to whatever the kid's name is. I don't care. Hello, Georgie. Oh fuck! God damn it! <laughs> yeah, Georgie. Um, and he's like basically like spitting like all that. He's like salivating like crazy.
1: Yeah, he drools a lot. Doesn't he? He
0: drools a lot, and like on one hand, you're just like. Ho- like, you associate it with, oh, he's hungry, like he wants to eat this kid or whatever. And that's yeah. how I interpreted it. And it was super creepy and disgusting and horrifying. And it really got to me. But turns out that that was total coincidence. And it's just because they gave him the prosthetic teeth
1: oh. for, to be the clown.
0: And it made him drool <laughs> oh, ravenously. It's okay. so, like that was completely...
1: I just thought it was a strong acting choice. Yeah, no, a wow. strong <laughs> acting
0: choice. Like, how does he do that? He does that thing with Incredible. his eyes. And he, how does he drool on command? That's amazing. <laughs> no, yeah, it was just, like, prosthetic teeth irritating his gums. And, like, see, th- that's the power of practical effects. Yeah. Opposed to, like, imagine if they had CGI drool.
1: <laughs> Should he, like, ulcerated his mouth a little bit. But sure. that was some genuine salivation.
0: And it was just, like, I don't know, that was, like,
1: I agree with you. Very totally.
0: scary. I agree. Better than fake balloons, anyways.
1: You could tell which ones were fake.
0: Yeah. Yes. You're right. I, I agree.
1: Yeah. Anyways. The only other... Um, my only worse issue than the CGI... And I hate to be crapping all over this movie because it was so popular. And I know... I'm sure people really liked it. Yeah, and, and you, that, already,
0: you already got on my case about it, so... I know. Next. And
1: you're not, you're not wrong for liking this movie. That's not the issue. It's just... Not what I wanted it to be, which it was wrong for me to put it in a box and have it live up to an expectation. Mm -hmm. But one thing that you should be upset about is what they did to Beverly. This really disappointed me because it feel well, it feels like in the beginning that she's going to be this really strong female character, and then she literally is a floating damsel in distress who's awakened (gasps) by oh
0: my god! I hated that.
1: That was so, and it also just
0: didn't make sense. Like it steals the girl why didn't he kill her
1: he would have killed her. there was no reason
0: to keep her alive
1: here's the thing that's another big difference in the in the book if it gets you you are got like that's it (laughs) you're You're dead you are got it's not oh we haven't found his body i hope he's okay it you are found disemboweled in the street and nobody's asking questions
0: good yeah like it which
1: is worse yeah yeah way worse you're not floating. There is not, like, a floating chamber of children.
0: Well, and maybe... I mean, tell me if this is what it was like in the book, but I feel like they really overplayed the the romance aspect between him, between her, Ben, and whatever the main guy's name is. Again, Bill. Bill, yeah.
1: That's more in play when they're adults. Okay. Like, it's there, but they're kids, so it's, like...
0: I just feel like barely. they... Rushed that first of all. They did rush that, and then they just they thought like, that's
1: what people wanted.
0: But no one wanted that.
1: She is not awoken by true love's first kiss, if that's what you're asking. I mean, that's so dumb. It's cheesy and it's gross, and it makes everything feel Steven Spielberg rather than Stephen King.
0: Yeah, I did not. I didn't didn't care for that entire. Did not care for that. Bit. But I mean, all things considered. So I mean, we've said quite a few things about this movie at this point, mm-hmm. but. Most people, I think, had a pretty positive opinion of this movie. IMDb gave it, like, a 7.4, so, like, they didn't give a shit about it.
1: They don't care, yeah.
0: (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes, though, liked it. They gave it 85% on the critic side, 84% on the audience side, so. Really? Yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty good
1: that's pretty great that's much higher than i would have thought it's
0: higher than i would have given it yeah um, but
1: again we are just two people's opinions
0: we, we're just two people's opinions it's not our fault if we're different than yours or if we're correct
1: do our opinions mean more than yours? of course it of does of course but it does we have that is the podcast. neither here nor there <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: meta score gives it a 69 which
1: that's more it's on, like in the on green zone but what it's I- not
0: like super great um as per usual, though, of course, um, the bad scores are the best. And there's only one. You mean the reviews? Yeah, the bad reviews. <laughs> who gives scores? The only one that I think is worth reading oh, my God, it's so funny. So the Seattle Times gives it a 38 out of 100, which Ooh. is such a random number. Like, do they have like a, a rubric to assign? 38, points? yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> They're the just fuck?
1: docking points as they go.
0: And so, okay, so the review is childhood. Courtesy of Mr. King. Filtered through the pedestrian sensibilities of director oh, Andy Muschietti, who, who seemingly never met a horror movie cliche he couldn't incorporate into his adaptation of Ooh. King's thousand page plus mega opus.
1: Ooh, ouch. Like,
0: hot damn. Basically That's... filleted this one. Yeah,
1: man. yeah.
0: And did he deserve it? Yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he's sobbing into his million dollar bills right now. He's like, oh, he didn't so like my upset. movie. <laughs> oh, so sad.
0: So I mean, in general, I didn't care for most of the big stuff of this movie. The one thing I will say that this movie did quite effectively was Easter eggs. So, like,
1: you mean literally where the kids blow up? No,
0: so not the, the literal <laughs> Easter eggs. I didn't care for that. <laughs> they did. They really captured the spirit of Easter. <laughs> No, but, like, I did like the way that they incorporated Pennywise into, like, so many background scenes.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Like, sometimes that, it was really like dumb. Like, the library. Like, when he's, like, in the library and he's looking at, like, a picture from an old town meeting. And there's just, like, a clown drawn into, <laughs> like, no, I hate that. But, like, he's, like, in the background. Like, he's, on he's like, on the wall as part of a mural when they're taking care of Mike after his, like, scare Like, Mm -hmm. he's kind of in every single scene. And the one that gets me the most, and only because... I know what it is. What is it?
1: It's the librarian.
0: No. Oh, my God. It's not? The librarian who's smiling in the background? Yes.
1: God, I just looked behind me. That freaked me out. So
0: scary. Oh, my God. I hated that.
1: That wasn't it? Oh, I was sure that was it.
0: So, I mean, that one definitely caught me in the watching. But... There's this one scene when they're all standing by a fountain, I think or maybe it was like a uh, no, it was like the town statue or something. The Paul
1: Bunyan statue. Yeah, Paul Bunyan that will come that will come into play later.
0: Oh I, I assumed it would <laughs> is what so they, they're talking about and they're like disagreeing about whether or not Pennywise is real and all that kind of stuff.
1: Oh yeah, when Mike gives his like half-assed yeah. excuse for his being orphaned. Exactly. like mm.
0: totally bad story. Uh, and, but like in the background, when what's his name with the glasses? Richie. Wow, I really.
1: Did you watch this movie?
0: <laughs> I did not learn this. But none of these characters mattered to me. Not a single beep, goddamn beep, one. Richie. So like, I just didn't learn their names. So when he's saying like his biggest fear is clowns. And then in the background, there's that clown up on the stage and they're doing. Yeah, some the sort other of like, clown. Yeah, they're doing some sort of thing. So I thought that clown looked kind of creepy. Well, but sure. it didn't strike me as like a Pennywise impersonator per se. It was just like another scary, like creepy-looking clown. But um, I sort of I sort of dug into that scene a little bit, and turns out that a lot of people noticed that that clown looked a lot like a famous clown.
1: <gasps> no.
0: So this clown. Looked no, a is lot it John like Wayne Gacy? John Wayne Gacy. No,
1: stop.
0: So John Wayne Gacy, for those who don't know, Kate clearly does. Oh, my God. Because she's fucked in the head. Um, Oh, my God. So John Wayne Gacy was an American serial killer who, between the years of 1972 and 1978, raped, tortured, and murdered at least, at least 33 teenage boys and young men.
1: And he put them under his house.
0: Not all of them. But Stop it. No, not all of them.
1: Okay. Now I'm actually not going to be able to sleep. So he
0: was only sentenced to death under charges for 12 of those murders.
1: They should have executed him the full 33 times.
0: That would be difficult. <laughs> so 26 of those victims were in the crawl space under his house, which begs the question, how does he only get convicted for 12? We're just gonna Can't skate past that for a second. Fourteen. Right. Yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> like twelve of these. Could you definitely murdered.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Jesus. there's un- unclear. No, this is not funny. This is this actually happened. This is horrifying. So terrible. Oh my god. Okay, so so the vast majority of his victims were killed by asphyxiation, strangulation, and at least one of them was stabbed to death. Like he 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 mixed it up a little bit, but all comes to get so the the reason he's relevant is because he was a clown, like that was his that was his day job. His he went by the name Pogo the Clown or sometimes Mm -hmm. Patches the Clown, and because of all this, uh, he went to charity events like for children. Like he went to children's hospitals.
1: How do you think he got children?
0: Hmm. There you go. Yeah, and so he, he so he's sort of known as the killer clown because he was a literal birthday party clown that killed thirty at least thirty three young boys,
1: and he was in the background of that movie essentially. He was to just dressed like him. Yeah. All right. So I know the clown associate, like the North American Clown Association, or okay. something like that. Okay. They always well, they're they're a real organization, and they demand to be taken seriously, <laughs> and beep, they. Beep. I know. They have um, come forward. They're very open about how much they hate it, and they think it's wrong, and they're saying, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. clowns provide um, so much joy. Our whole our whole profession is to make people smile and make people happy and brighten people's day. And th- I get that. Like, my aunt was, um, was a clown. <laughs> she went, and she would go to, I think her name was Petunia, and she would go to hospitals, children's hospitals, and, like, mm-hmm. cheer people up. Yeah. That's what she did. Yeah. God bless her. But they come after... Movies like it, and then you tell me stories like that. I'm like, I don't think that's your real issue. I don't
0: think that's your PR problem. Yeah, I know
1: it's (laughs) easier to come after King, but mm, I think you had issues before him. Yeah,
0: there were there's there's a deeper history there, guys. Mm -hmm. But honestly, all I'm imagining now is like a little like yellow Volkswagen bug pulling up to the movie theater and like 30 clowns like piling out of it with like little protest signs, strike
1: signs. signs.
0: (laughs) I love it.
1: Yeah, that's gonna. It. <gasps> you said no, you love it. I hate it.
0: <laughs> I hate it. Speaking, I mean, the clown thing. People sort of hooked on that. And actually, one thing that I actually find quite funny is that when this aired in Germany, Burger King somehow bought the rights or privileges or whatever, like donated money or something, to have their um, like their logo like shown big af- right at the end of this movie. And so then it became this huge joke that because it looks like Pennywise looks ever so similar to Ronald McDonald that the movie was just the world's longest Burger King advertisement.
1: That's funny. <laughs> That's cute. Oh, I know. I saw that. They were like the moral of the story. Don't never trust. You never a clown trust a clown, clown. That's right.
0: Burger King.
1: Well, in the book, they literally describe him as a cross between Bogo the Clown, Bozo the Clown. Oh, my God. I said Bogo <laughs> like Pogo. Oh. Yeah. No, across between Bozo and Ronald McDonald. There you go. So, so I don't think that was an oopsie.
0: Oopsies. Yeah. McDonald's hates this movie.
1: I'm sure they do. <laughs> well, they should just retire Ronald McDonald because no one likes him.
0: Literally, no one.
1: More Hamburglar.
0: More Hamburglar, please. <laughs> <laughs> He was supposed to be the enemy. He was supposed to be the villain of that narrative. uh, And we're like, nah, we like him.
1: We like him. (laughs) Did your Walmart ever have? Do you ever have a Walmart that had a creepy bench with a. Nope. With a frozen statue of Ronald McDonald on it? What? I think I'm tapping into this. How a Walmart have that? I remember. I'm pretty sure our
0: McDonald's had that. Well,.
1: Our Walmart had a McDonald's in it. Oh, there
0: you go. That's why.
1: And yes. And there was, I distinctly remember, because it was the only place to sit in Walmart, because when you're tired and your mom's been shopping a very long time and you're eight, you kind of have to sit next to this creepy statue of a clown. Or you can sit on his lap. Those are your options. Yeah. And
0: I always hated those things because I'm like, really? You've taken up space on the single bench with this like. (laughs) Creepy statue person, like why? Why bother? To, why put a bench? You're
1: supposed to sit on on his lap. No, nope, I would never. I think it was meant to be a photo op. Never once. But really, I think that they just um created the entire audience that this movie tapped into Yeah, exactly. That's terrifying. <laughs> they g-
0: they generated the target audience. Yes, they
1: did. So Ronald McDonald, I kind of think this one's on you. This
0: one's on. This one's on mm. you
1: you have no one else to blame but i think that that's i have more but honestly i could just sit here and talk about this movie for like 12 hours so i'm not going to make people do that nor do i think that we should go into the plot because it's just so it's
0: nonsensical people like it yeah it's this movie doesn't make sense
1: and it's just um i think i think that people should just watch the movie on their own or at least read about it and read about all the differences because i think that that's more interesting i agree Hmm. I agree. And also everyone knows this movie.
0: Yeah, everyone. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I knew about it already. so it's fine.
1: Now we need to decide where it goes on our scored board. scoreboard. 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 For those of you who are unfamiliar, we rank all of these movies in one giant list. Um, it's entirely subjective, but of course we do fight over it pretty regularly. It's, it's just you as
0: can... arbitrary and nonsensical as the plot of this movie was.
1: <laughs> yes, But it's important to me. So,
0: it's very important.
1: You can find it. It's on NightlightHorrorMovieClub.tumblr.com. Let's yes, see here. So I'm going to go ahead and say this goes in the bottom half. Like we can just. Oh
0: yeah, easily without um, without question.
1: Below Nightmare and Elm. Mm, I would say above Halloween.
0: Oh, okay, that's a low bar.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's number twenty-two. But it's above <laughs> Halloween. Hmm. What What do you think? Mm, this one's
0: hard because like. We've sort sort of gotten in a habit where we more or less agree, like, which 50% it belongs in. But then after that, it almost feels arbitrary.
1: I would say it's above The Exorcist.
0: Yeah. Okay. I guess that's fair.
1: I would say it's below Strangers.
0: Definitely below Strangers.
1: Okay. Because Strangers scared me.
0: (laughs) Strangers scared me. I mean, it also made absolutely no sense. But it made me feel unsafe in my home.
1: No, it's because it's based on... Real things that happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Although th- we've talked about this one, not far off from real things that happened, you know what? This goes above strangers. Above? I would say above.
0: Strangers relied on real effects, though, and not like crappy CGI.
1: Mm, strangers had not as good acting. It
0: had Liv Tyler.
1: It. God, I love Liv Tyler. Love okay, Liv it, Tyler. Can yeah, it can go below strangers. Yeah, there we go. All right. All
0: right. So the new number 20 then.
1: New number 20. I'm okay with that.
0: I'm okay with that too because it's trash.
1: All right. Awesome. So you guys, that's our scoreboard. And if you're interested in joining our club, um, if you wouldn't mind, just go ahead and hit that subscribe button and you can follow us every couple of weeks whenever we do a different movie and just explore all sorts of things that are horror related. We also have Facebook. We have an Instagram and we do have a Twitter. And like I've said, we have a Tumblr and we share... um, trivia and we share memes and we just talk about movies all week long yes
0: yes 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 and if you enjoy this podcast hopefully you do you've stuck it out with us this long it would be awesome if you could leave us a review leave us a um a scoring or a rating or whatever on whatever the platform is you're listening to us on itunes spotify soundcloud Mm -hmm. wherever because the more reviews we get the more likely um the all-powerful algorithms that be um will expose us to other people. So it really does make a difference.
1: Yeah, it actually worked pretty well because we got a new listener recently. He actually emailed our email address.
0: Yes, it was awesome.
1: It was great. His name is Chris and he's fantastic. Great name. Great name. (laughs) And he gave us a big list of movies that we should explore. Yes. I've already showed it to Chris and we've kind of picked one that we like.
0: Yes. What did we pick again?
1: Uh, we picked Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Chris, uh, not you, Good Chris. Oh, okay. A- <laughs> Good Chris listed it as a must see. So
0: yeah, and it sounds not as scary as some of the others. So I'm on board. <laughs> so- Sounds happy. It sounds happy.
1: All right. So I guess that's what we're doing next time. We're going to be doing Tucker and Dale versus evil. And if you guys have a movie that you want to suggest, you can do exactly what good Chris did and shoot us an email at <laughs> nightlight horror movie club at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on any of our social media.
0: Yes, please do. We love it when you disagree with us or agree with us or whatever. We just want to talk. To Truly.
1: You. Yeah. We're Yeah. <laughs> But that's it. Do you have any final thoughts?
0: Yeah. Why do you have a Pizza Hut t-shirt behind you?
1: Oh, so it's not Pizza Hut. It says pizza slut. Um.
0: (laughs) Awesome. And on that note, thank you everyone for listening. (laughs) This has been the Night Light Horror Movie Club. And we will see you next time.
1: Yeah, see you next time.
0: Bye.